Welcome to the Sermon Podcast of First Christian Church, Disciples of Christ of St. Paul, located in Matamidi, Minnesota. We are a suburban congregation united in Christ and grounded in the values of diversity, solidarity, and witness. You can learn more about us by going to fccstpaul.org. Here is this week's sermon. Our second reading tonight comes from the 13th chapter of the Gospel of John, verses 1 through 17 and 31 through 35. Now before the festival of Passover, Jesus knew that his hour had come to depart from this world and go to the Father. Having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. The devil had already put put into it the heart of Judas, son of Simon Iscariot, to betray him. And during supper, Jesus, knowing that the Father had given all things into his hands, and that he had come from God and was going to God, got up from the table, took off his outer robe, and tied a towel around himself. Then he poured water into the basin and began to wash the disciples' feet to wipe them with the towel that was around him, He came to Simon Peter, who said to him, Lord, are you going to wash my feet? Jesus answered, you do not know now what I am doing, but later you will understand. Jesus said to him, you will never wash my feet. Jesus answered, unless I wash you, you have no share with me. Simon Peter said to him, Lord, not my feet only, but my hands and my head. Jesus said to him, One who has bathed does not need to wash except for the feet, but is entirely clean. And you are clean, though not all of you. For he knew who was about to betray him. For this reason he said, not all of you are clean. After that he had washed their feet and had put on his robe, he returned to the table and said to them, Do you know what I have done to you? You call me teacher and Lord, and you are right, for that is what I am. So if I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also ought to wash one another's feet. For I have set you an example that you should also do as I have done to you. Very truly, I tell you, servants are not greater than their master, nor are messengers greater than the one who sent them. If you know these things, you are blessed if you do them. When he had got out, Jesus said, Now the Son of Man must be glorified, and God has been glorified in him. If God has been glorified in him, God will also glorify him in himself and will glorify him at once. Little children, I am only with you a little while longer. You will look for me. And as I said to the Jews, so I now say to you, where I am going, you cannot come. I give you a new commandment that you love one another. Just as I have loved you, you should love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples, if you have love for one another. The word of God for all the people of God. Thanks be to God. Amen. So we're coming around to yet another Monday, Thursday. And... Every Monday, Thursday, there is something that happens that everyone gets weirded out about. 
That is foot washing. Now, one of the things that, of course, as you just read here, that's considered part of the story of Monday Thursday is foot washing. It's told in a passage that we just read, and it reveals something about Jesus. This act is so important, you really cannot talk about Monday Thursday without it. But here's the weird thing. Every time that I have talked about doing some type of foot washing service, maybe over the last 30 years or so, everyone around me gets nervous. I can remember there was a few years ago, I was the associate pastor at another church, and we were planning things, and we had decided that we were going to do this foot washing ceremony as part of the Monday Thursday service. Now, in the past, the Monday Thursday service was well attended. Not as much as a Sunday, but for a service that didn't happen on Sunday, it was well attended, except this year. We got the message. After that, at least as long as I was there, we never had another foot washing service on Monday, Thursday. And I just always have to ask, what is it about our feet that creeps people out when it comes to foot washing? I don't know. I haven't asked people that, but I do think it has something to do with the feet themselves. I think as a society, we don't necessarily give honor to the feet, of course, because they're kind of down there and they tend to be sweaty and smelly. But I think that there is another reason. I think the other reason is that there's also a sense of vulnerability and maybe just a tiny bit of pride. Taking off our shoes and socks to reveal what is usually covered up can make one feel embarrassed, and dare I say, naked. Plus, no one wants to wash, no one wants someone else to wash their feet. We can wash our feet all by ourselves, thank you very much. So you have to wonder what the disciples were thinking that night. Here they are, they are gathered, and after supper, Jesus takes a towel, he grabs a basin, he fills it with water, and then he starts to wash their feet. Now, they all understood the importance of washing someone's feet. When you traveled the dusty or the muddy roads of Palestine in those times, it was just proper hospitality to wash someone else's feet. But this was something... This was not something that the host did. This was something that a servant would do. So what in the world was Jesus doing? He was the teacher. He was the rabbi. These were the people, this was a person that the disciples looked up to. Why in the world was he doing something so lowly, so menial? Peter, always the loudmouth, spoke for the rest of the group when he said, that Jesus was not going to wash his feet. This was not something that a Messiah did. It just wasn't done. And Jesus looks at Peter and gives him a look that is deadly serious. And he says, basically, 
if I can't wash your feet, then you can't be a part of this ministry. Jesus, in this act, was living out what Paul describes in Philippians 2, verses 6 through 8. Though he was in the form of God, did not regard equality with God as something to be exploited, but emptied himself, taking the form of a slave, being born in human likeness, and being found in human form, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. Jesus was acting as a servant. He was a servant to his friends instead of lording it over them. Once Jesus says this to Peter, Peter, being the original person that is the fear of missing out, tells Jesus to not just stop at his feet, but wash his head and his hands. And when Jesus is done, he gets up, he puts the towel aside, and he sits back down. And he tells the disciples, did you understand what was just happening here? And he admits, yes, he is the teacher. Yes, he is Lord. But if your teacher and Lord is doing this, then you are called to do the same, not out of a sense of obligation, but out of love for one another. And what Jesus did on that night was not just an act of humility, even though it was that, but it was also an act of love. Think about this. It's not mentioned in the text, but it must certainly be implied. One of the people whose feet Jesus washed had to be Judas, the disciple that would soon betray him. And that made me think about this. There is a meme that's going around on social media. I'm pretty sure most of you who are on Facebook or Twitter have seen it. It's a series of images of Jesus washing the feet of various people. There's one that might be an elderly woman. There's another one with the Pope. There's another one with someone carrying a gay pride flag. There's one with a woman that's carrying a Ukrainian flag. There are people from different walks of life, African-Americans, Europeans, Asians, Latinos, everyone from every walk of life, Jesus is coming to wash their feet. And as I was looking actually this afternoon at one of the, the latest sets, I saw that one of the people that Jesus serves happens to be Donald Trump. Someone that maybe a few of us find, as the kids like to say these days, problematic. On Twitter, someone re remarked that he noticed that some of the people who were posting this meme would somehow cut out the pictures of the politicians that they didn't like, such as Donald Trump. And that person responded by saying that he thought the people there had kind of lost the plot. 
Now, I need to stress, we are not doing foot washing tonight. We're already small enough. If I said that we were doing foot washing, there would be like three people here. But we should be reminded that the love that Jesus expressed by washing feet was one that washed not only Peter, but Judas. It is a love and a humility that washes someone such as Donald Trump. That love is scandalous to us. It's embarrassing to us. And it is not always easy to stomach because it goes counter to everything that we believe in the world. But God's love is not about looking good. It's not about doing only that thing that we like. It's about doing what is best for that person, even to the point of a cross. The song that we will be singing shortly is called The Servant Song. And it's one of my, actually, my favorite songs out there. Um, for me, it's always been memorable. Um, it, is, it was the closing song at the memorial service several years ago for Linda Moore, who was a former member of this congregation. And it simply says, this first verse, which is the most memorable, Sister, let me be your servant. Brother, let me walk with you. Pray that I might have the grace to let you be my servant too. That is the prayer that I'm saying for all of us tonight. May Jesus act on that night so many years ago, that act of love through the basin and the towel and ultimately the cross spur us to be servants to one another and to the world. Thanks be to God. Amen. We hope today's sermon podcast was nourishment to your soul. If you'd like to know more about First Christian Church of St. Paul, please visit our website at fccstpaul.org. That's fccsaintpaul.org. May God be with you in the coming week.